Hello and welcome to Accent of Women, a show by and about women from diverse cultures and languages right across the world. I'm Giselle Hanna. Coming up on today's program of Accent of Women, we're looking at particular struggles of women in the Asia-Pacific region, in Hong Kong and India specifically. We'll look at India in the second part of the show. In Hong Kong, 13 ordinary civilians and students have been sentenced to 8 to 13 months imprisonment for their protest against the government's first funding instalment for the North East New Territories New Development Plan. The protest occurred in June 2014, and the initial sentence that the protesters received included things like community service. However, the Justice Department appealed those sentences, seeking harsher penalties, and this week the courts agreed. After the handover of Hong Kong to China in 1997, the Provisional Legislative Council amended the Public Order Ordinance. The amendment amplified the authority and power of the police. It also expanded the boundary of the authorities' power indefinitely in order to maximise the legal liability of protesters. The Hong Kong Federation of Students have always opposed these laws and as an act of civil disobedience have always refrained from applying for protest permits. Over the past 20 years, many students have faced political persecution. The cracking down on the student movement tells a vivid reality of how the government suppresses local democratic movements. Ever since the Umbrella Movement of 2014, local student and social movements have faced unprecedentedly intensifying degrees of oppression by the government. The Public Order Ordinance is being used to imprison protesters, to deter people from fighting for their rights and entitlements, and prevent them from resisting the authoritarian government. To discuss the situation in Hong Kong, Shek Pui Yin, a student activist involved in the Umbrella Movement. She starts off here by introducing herself. Um, I'm Pui Yin. I was one of the core members of Hong Kong Student Federation during the Umbrella Movement. In 2004, we organized a student strike and protest which led to the Umbrella Movement. But now, um, many of us are being charged or even jailed. And there seems to be an increased level of repression against activists in Hong Kong. But from where we are sitting in Australia, it looks like it emerged very suddenly. Firstly, let's get some context. Tell me about the recent court decisions. Um, to begin with, maybe I can start with the last week. Um, last week, there are 16 activists in total. They were put into jail for 6 to 30 months. Um, 14 of them who tried to protest against the controversial North is new territories development proposal and they have been convicted for illegal assembly as the legislative council and three other three of them they have been convicted for illegal assembly as Pacific square in september 20 2014. illegal assembly in civic square is triggered uh, they triggered the 1779 days occupying movements but there were some other um that, so mm-hmm. that was in relation to the Umbrella Movement, but yeah. there was also some charges in relation to the Occupy Movement and some other anti-government 
policy campaigns maybe three to four years ago. Can you tell me a little bit about those um, crackdowns and why have these charges come up now? Um, yes, these cases were already three years ago, ago and all of them are were sentenced to community service in 2006 and all of them had completed community service already. However, the Department of Justice, who, which represents the governments, the Hong Kong governments, they um, applied for a review of the sentence last few months ago. They argue that the defendants' actions are, are close to rails, so they demanded court to jail them all. But very sadly, um, the appeal board has success. The Court of Appeal has given jail sentence to 16 activists from 6 months to 30 months. How do you analyse the recent crackdown on activists? Um, this is not only the crackdown on activists, but also a crackdown on the legal system in Hong Kong. Although Hong Kong does not have a general democratic system, but our legal system are well established. Um, in the past, Hong Kong people do believe the courts are fair and just, but apparently the courts are now controlled by the Beijing government and they try to um, use jail or imprisonment to repress all Hong Kong activists. This kind of repression can be seen elsewhere in the region. We see it in mainland China. We're seeing it in the Philippines, Malaysia, Turkey, North and South Korea. Do you think there is a connection between these uh, crackdowns on activists across the region? Yes, I do think there are there is a connection, especially um, the connection between China and Hong Kong. Um, both places are under the rule of Beijing governments and we can see that after Xi, Xi Jinping became the president of China, the repression are more serious. Um, we can see that Xi oppressed the activists in China like um, or we all know New Xiaobo and the civil society in China are more um, loose right now because of the oppressed. So I think um, when the Beijing, um, when Xi Jinping he is oppressing um, the civic, this civil society in China, he also wants to try to oppress the civil society and activists in Hong Kong. And we are seeing some pretty serious moves towards war. Repressing resistance now might be a way to curb any burgeoning anti-war movement. Do you think this is a possibility? Um, I'm not so sure, but in Hong Kong context, I don't think um, this is um, a main agenda or reason for the government's suppression of civil society. There will obviously need to be some organised resistance to this pressure. What are activists proposing? Um, actually, we just organised a dem- demonstration yesterday, uh, which believe more than 10,000 people attend. I think um, this is one of the largest demonstrations after umbrella movements. I believe there will be more and more people who are willing to stand up for the social movements in the future. And how has the international community been responding to the increased repression in Hong Kong? Um, I've noticed that international media have echoed towards the recent sentence. And, and also, 
um, they're in Taiwan society. They they really um, give a lot of support to us. They um, the Taiwan activists they hold press conference and action to express support to um, Hong Kong people, especially for the um, people who are put into jail. And I think um, this they they urge people attention for anti unjust and developments in Hong Kong. What are you calling on supporters to do in solidarity with activists in Hong Kong? Um, we had a demonstration yesterday and, and we are working a lot on how to uh, work, uh, how to give some support on with those um, with those activists, like writing letters to them and giving support to their friends. Well, thank you so much for your time on the program today. Is there anything you want to add to the discussion? I really hope that Australian people can pay more attention to Hong Kong situation and give more support to us. And on community radio stations right across Australia, you're listening to Accent of Women. We just heard from Shek Pui Yin, a student activist and part of the pro-democracy umbrella movement in Hong Kong. She was discussing the recent crackdown on protesters in Hong Kong. Anganwadi workers in India are the women who are mainly employed as pre- and postnatal health workers, sexual health workers and other child and women's health-related work. They work mainly for the very poor and the unclassed or Dalits of India. They're not regarded as workers, rather as volunteers, and they're paid a stipend rather than wages. It's an indication of how undervalued this work actually is, yet they provide an absolutely central health function for millions of India's poor. These workers, the Anganwadi, have been involved in a series of industrial actions since 2015, and we've covered some of their demands and stories on Accent of Women in the past. They are once again on strike, this time for about 45 days. Thousands of Anganwadi workers marched through the streets of New Delhi last month in a continuation of their ongoing strike. 
the workers have been demanding better pay, conditions and an end to insecure working conditions. The strike has now been going for nine weeks and the workers are as determined as ever to continue until their demands are met. I spoke with an Anganwadi worker by the name of Birhana. She's being translated here by Srivanthi, a union activist in a group called Bigul Mazdur Dasta. You won't really hear Birhani's voice, but Srivanthi is actually translating what she said. I am a worker of Anganwadi and I, do, I maintain 18 registers of Anganwadi. First, attendance regi- survey register, attendance register, uh, diet register. इम्यूनाइजेशन पोलियो बीएलओ ऑफ इलेक्शन ऑफिस वर्क सेंसेक्स एसडीएम ऑफिस वर्क ये सब करना पड़ता है दे आर सपोज टू डू वेरियस काइंड्स ऑफ थिंग्स व्हिच इंक्लूड फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल प्रोवाइडिंग बेसिक न्यूट्रिशन एंड बेसिक एजुकेशन टू द पीपल हु रिसाइड इन बेसिकली पुअर लोकेलिटीज ऑफ द सिटी एंड अपार्ट फ्रॉम दैट दे आर सपोज टू डू सर्वेज रिगार्डिंग द पोलियो रिगार्डिंग census and uh, their mplo election officer and uh, regarding election work and apart from that they are also supposed to provide uh, health uh, amenities to uh, the teenager girls of those localities and what was the dispute about because daily cms not increasing my our salaries we have only 5000 per month and 4 months 4 uh, months ago, salary salary not come uh, the thing is uh, that uh, the workers and helpers who come under the scheme icds scheme they haven't received their honorarium from past 4 months and apart from that uh, there are also various issues uh, that include that of uh, increasing the honorarium because we are supposed to be volunteers so we are not paid our salaries but we are paid honorariums and we receive a worker receives 5000 indian rupees per month and a helper receives 2500 indian rupees per month which is really low in a costly city like delhi so first of all our uh, demands are that the cm should increase our honorariums which he promised to in the year of 2015 when we had our uh, last strike and apart from that uh, we also ask for better nutrition supplement in anganwadi centers because the food that we get the food that that we distribute to the children it's really low in quality as well as in quantity so i know that you are receiving honorarium instead of wages can you explain this situation hmm. a bit actually we are not uh, supposed to be government employees but we are regarded as regarded as volunteers instead so we are supposed to do everything that the government asks us to do do every kind of survey provide education as well as nutrition to the children but we only receive an honorarium and not salary 
because we are supposed to be social workers. Is part of the struggle to fight for recognition as real workers who deserve real wages? That too is a demand, but uh, we know that uh, the uh, state government is not at alone possible to do this. So uh, for right now, for this instant, we uh, we are we want the uh, chief minister of Delhi to abide by the promises that he made in 2015. This also is a demand of us, but this demand we will also put this demand in uh, front of the central government as well. But uh, this is not a question right now. But uh, we definitely do want to be a government employee, regarded as a government employee and not as a social worker or a volunteer. You mentioned the 2015 dispute, and we followed this strike, the hunger strike, and the victory as well. What uh, yes. what were you fighting for then? What did you win, and why is there still the ongoing dispute now? After 2015, uh, after we had a written agreement with Kejriwal, he gave uh, a few of our demands were fulfilled, which included that of uh, the payment of Sabla scheme. That was, uh, uh, he paid for six months of the Sabla scheme. And uh, apart from that, we received the I-cards of the ICDS department and some of the workers who were working on panels. That, that means they were temporary. They were made permanent. But even now, uh, the main demand that uh, we put in front of the Kejriwal was that uh, our honorarium should have been increased. We still receive 5,025 per month as a worker and a helper, respectively. Our main demand was to receive an increased honorarium. And apart from that, this year, on 2nd June, Manish Sodia, who is the depart- head department of Women's and Child Development, he made a visit to two projects of ICDS scheme, under ICDS scheme, and where he fired three workers and three helpers because he uh, said uh, the work done by them was not sufficient. So our question is the way and the the way whole ICDS scheme works is faulted. It's not only the responsibility of the workers and the helpers. In fact, the ICDS scheme, there is a lot of corruption that that is being done by the NGO that provides the uh, nutrition, that provides the food supplies. And all of the responsibility has been put over the shoulders of workers and helpers rather than really investigating the root cause of the corruption in the whole scheme. So we still sit on strike because the main demand of ours, which includes, which includes increasing honorarium of ours and apart from that, which includes um, the better facilities that are to be provided in Anganwadi centres. So we are still sitting on strike, and apart from that, today is the 45th day of the strike. And Kejriwal government is not really ready to talk to the union that has been leading the strike, or the union that really had a written agreement with the government in 2015. He is not ready to give us any government gazette or notification that says that our honorarium has been increased or all our demands have been met. So we are still on strike, and our strike is on. And are you receiving support from other sectors in India? Uh, yes, we receive support from uh, very various other sectors. 
वी रिसीव सपोर्ट फ्रॉम टेक्सटाइल यूनियन इन पंजाब इन लखनऊ एंड अपार्ट फ्रॉम दैट देर हैव बीन मैनी कल्चरल ग्रुप्स दैट हैव कम एंड परफॉर्म हियर एट वेर वी आर सेटिंग ऑन स्ट्राइक एंड अपार्ट फ्रॉम दैट देर आर वेरियस ऑर्गेनाइजेशन दैट हैव कम इन सपोर्ट विथ एस and do you see this as a um a struggle for women's liberation as well given the nature of the work of the anganwadi workers but also the fact that almost all of you are women workers as well we definitely feel that uh, this movement will set a set an example for all the women workers in india because anganwadi or icds scheme is being done all over the country and a uh, lot of anganwadi women uh, in different cities and different states have been sit- sitting on strike and apart from that many of the workers and helpers who come under this scheme they are the sole breadwinner of their home of their house and it is a matter of life and death for those workers to receive an increased honorarium so that they can increase their life standards so this definitely is linked to the women movements in india because all of us are women workers and all of us we and all of us are really uh, and this definitely is a will set an example for the women workers in india because we are working the conditions that we work in are really very frustrating uh, are really very hard for us and we definitely want other women workers to relate to us and raise their voices as well that was shrivanti translating for birhana an anganwadi worker in india who's currently on strike for wages conditions and recognition of work and earlier in the program shek pui yin from the pro democracy movement in hong kong i'll post to the accent of women facebook page all of the ways that you can support the activists in hong kong including where to send your letters of support But that's all we have time for on today's program of Accent of Women. Accent of Women is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR with the financial assistance of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The show is distributed nationally via the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. If you want to get in touch with the producers of the show, you can write to us at accentofwomen@gmail.com you can also follow us on twitter or like our page on facebook if you want to hear this show again or any of our previous programs you can download the podcast from 3cr's website that's 3cr.org.au go to the accent of women page and follow the links to this week's show thanks for tuning in i'm Giselle Hanna and i look forward to your company again next week